We're learning the Sikha of Tevis and Chelik Tezvav on page 382. This is actually really a Hanukkah Sikha which will connect Hanukkah to Tevis. Since Tevis, Rishchidosh Tevis, in the beginning of the month of Tevis, is in Hanukkah time. This shir is being learned Lala Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Ben Yamin, Ben Rabbi Menashe, Kultman. Rishchidosh Tevis is Alamal from the Yemei Hanukkah. The beginning of the month of Tevis is always part of the days of Hanukkah. The head of the month, the Reish of the month, includes in it all the days of the month. Therefore, the head of the month is called a head. It's not called the beginning of the month. Like a head, literally. It includes all the limbs of the body, the energy of everything else and all the functions that come out in the body afterwards is first all there included in the head. And from there it comes out to the body. So it's understood as all the days of the month of Tevis that are included in the Reish, in the head of the month of Tevis. So the month of Tevis is has a special connection to the month of Hanukkah, or to the Yom Tov of Hanukkah rather, to the days of Hanukkah. Additionally, as an Adon, Chodesh Tevis, Svei Yom Miyachadim. In the month of Tevis, there are two special days. There's the fast day of the 10th of Tevis, which is the day that uh, the siege was placed on the city of Yerushalayim. On the Yom Yilulaf and Alten Rebbe, Chavdal Tevis. And the Yilulaf, the yard site of the Alten Rebbe, which was on Chavdal Tevis. Since these are set dates in this month, it's logical to say there's some special connection of what the content of these days are to what the month of Tevis in general represents. As we've spoken about this concept many times, that whenever you have any Yom Tev or Yom Pagra, anything in a month, so it's connected to the theme of that month in general. So what does it say in Chazal that's unique about the month of Tevis? Tevis is right in the middle of the winter. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says about the month of Tevis, the Pasuk in the Megillah where it says, Esther was taken as a wife to the king of Hashvedish. And when was this? In the 10th month, which is the month of Tevis. And the Gemara explains why Hashem had it that it should be in this month. This is a month where the body has pleasure from a body. So therefore she found favor in the eyes of Ahasuerus and that's when she got married to him. The far was in them Chodesh, then in Kelton. The reason is because this is the month where it's very cold. Baloshan Rashi, and Rashi there spells it out, Mipnei Hatsina. It's because of the cold. So this pleasure a body has from the warmth of a body. That's the Gemara that describes. So basically the month of Tevis is the time when it's the coldest in the year. Everything that is here in the world physically evolves from what it is in its spiritual sense. So over here as well regarding the month of Tevis, the Kiridos von Chaydish Tevis, Bagashmias, the cold of the month of Tevis physically, Namtzhdafon, what's the source of this? Vasindemzman is in this, this time of the month is Shemesh Avaya, the sun, which represents the revelation of godliness, as the Pasik says, Kishemesh Umogin, Havaya Elakim, the sun and its shield are 
representing the two names of the Abishta, Havai and Elikim. Havai is a greater revelation of godliness. So the Shemesh, which is Havai, is Nitmer as Abigilium Velt. It's not revealed, it's not so shining so much in the world. Elokos is Mechusim Merendim Helem Vahestafun Teva. This is the time of the year that represents the cover and the concealment of the garments of nature that cover over the Abishta's presence in the world. And it's known what it explains in other places as the the fact that in, this, in the summer months, so the sun shines stronger and the warmth of the sun is felt in the world, is this is also a sign for the fact that there's a big intensity of the light and the, and the warmth of holiness of the sun of the Ebishter, which is, comes into the world. And therefore, in the months, or the summer months, it's easier to come to serve Hashem because of this revelation than it is in the summer, in the winter months. And it's explained that this itself is actually the reason why there's a greater advantage to a person's Aveda in the month of Tevis more than the other months of the year. Because it's in this time of the year that a person has to work harder to connect to the Abishter with his own Aveda and he doesn't have that revelation from above. So there's a big advantage to this Aveda. In the continuation of the Sikha, the Rebbe will explain the advantage of the Aveda of the winter and especially of Tevis on a much deeper level, as we'll see. So this is what Chazal are hinting to us when they tell us that The month of Tevis is the month when a body has pleasure from a body. So what is this hinting to? doesn't only mean physically in this world, but it's also a man and a woman, a husband and wives, and an amoshal of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Knesset Yisrael. This is an analogy for the relationship between Yidin and the Eivishter. And what does this mean? So when it says here, Ish and Isha, the Guf, Nenem and Aguf, it refers to the Eivishter having Hana, the pleasure of the Yidin's Avedans in this world. As the Avedah from Yidin in them Chaydish, the Avedah that Yidin do in this month, when the world is cold, is This brings a greater pleasure above, and simply again, the pshat here is because Yidin are working harder to connect to Hashem in this month. Okay, so that's the basic point about what's special in the month of Tevis. But the Rebbe now is going to go more specifically into the actual lashon that Chazal say that it's a body that derives pleasure of a body, and to understand what that means between the Eibushter and Yidin. Yet the Indian in Titus Bidiok, everything it says in Titus precise. It's Fashtandik, so if it's if so it's understood, as I dik alosh and shagov nanimanagov, the specific words that the Gemara says, that it's the body that gets pleasure from a body, and the Rebbe is emphasizing here gof, is masim tsumpirishapnimianal. Is also fitting with the deeper pshat that it refers to the relationship between Yidin and the Ebishta. This refers to the pleasure Hashem has in Yidin's Aveda. So there's something unique about the idea of the body, the guf. What is that? The fact that the Ebishter has pleasure in the Aveda of Yidin in this month of Tevis is thus from the guf in Yidin. It's primarily in this month with the Aveda of a Yidin with his physical body that is expressed. That's, that's one point. Guf. That it's the, the goof of the Yidin. And it also, and then what level does this pleasure of the Yidin reach to? Where is and what level of godliness? Is there pleasure in the level of godliness that's referred to as the goof? 
as the Rebbe will explain soon, what this expression means when we talk about godliness. So what is, what is unique about this Aveda in the month of Tevis that it's the Aveda of the Guf, of the physical part of the Yid. So the explanation here is as follows. Everything that we see happening in the big world is this Adam. Everything is connected to the Aveda that a Yid does in his life, that the small world, the prison. So if so, coming back to the difference between the Aveda of the summer months and the winter months, and here the Rebbe will explain this in a much deeper way. The Chachia Kayets, the summer months, when the Shemesh is Mary Begilium Veld, when you have the revelation of godliness in the world, is the Zman Be'ikir from Aveda Sanashama. This is the time where the main Aveda is a person utilizing the powers of his Neshama to serve Hashem. In them Zman is the Gulf, Nitta Zephil Mailam, a master of Neira Neshama. This is a time when the physical body is not so much of a concealment on the revelation of the neshama. So therefore this is the time when a yid can and therefore must be busy with utilizing those powers of his neshama that are more accessible. And that the person should begin sensing the revelation of his neshama. That's the main Aveda of the summer months. The revelation of the godliness of the sun, which is represented in the, the shining of the sun, is also the revelation of the neshama of a yid in his small world, which is more accessible for a yid to deal, to, to, to deal with, or to work with, or to serve Hashem with. The Rebbe adds, that doesn't mean that the Aveda does not include dealing with the body as well. Even for this Aveda, to a year to focus on his Neshama and to feel the, the sensitivity of the connection of his Neshama, he still will have to take care of his body, which he's, he's living in a body as well, even in the time of the summer months, and the body has its coarseness and its, its lowliness that could drag a person down, so he's going to have to make sure that the body doesn't drag him down. But in the Nisham is the and Guf, even in the summer months, the Nisham is in a body. And therefore, the Nisham is only revealed in and through the body. So, in order for a person to be able to serve the Ebishter, he's going to have to synchronize his body to the Nisham that it should be a Kali, it should be a vessel to be able to serve Hashem. So, seemingly, even in the summer months, where the main Aveda is to deal with your Neshama and to access your Neshama, but nevertheless, you are a Neshama Begof, and you also will have to elevate your body to be able to come along. So, but the Rebbe explains though, the nature of the Aveda here in this time period is, is does not that the Guf should not disturb, or even more so, that the Guf should be a Kali to the revelation of the Neshama, this is only a preparation for the main focus of what his Aveda is. Which means, He removes the cover, which conceals over the light of the Neshama. The main focus is to focus on his Neshama, on the revelation of his connection that the Neshama has. The body, the body should not conceal this. And even if the body can be a keli to the neshama. But we're not focusing on refining the actual body itself. That's not what it's about. It's about the, the gulf becoming a keli to the neshama being revealed. Because this is the time period of the year where the neshama is more accessible and therefore a person can focus on connecting with his neshama to the Ebishter. 
which is not the case when it comes to this winter months. This is a different type of Aveda. When the Shemesh Avaya leichnet as I feel, the light of the Eibishter does not shine in the world as much. Ons is as man from Kriris, and therefore it's a time where it's more cold, even physically. Demold is Ikir Avedis Adam Avedis Aguf. So, because the Nisham is not shining, so what's emphasized in the person's life? His body. He feels his body, the Gashmias of himself. And therefore, what's the main Aveda? To deal with this body, with what the nature of the body is, and to, to discover in the body itself what it is and how it could become a servant of Hashem. So, Haravin in the Aveda from Birur Vizichach Aguf. To work hard, to refine and elevate the physical body itself that the body should become a servant of Hashem. Not just to be there as a bystander or at least to be there quietly, not to disturb the neshama, or even just to be there as a keli for the revelation of the neshama in it, but more so to reveal what the truth of the entity of the body itself, that it is a servant of Hashem. That's the focus of the month of Tevis. And in the winter months itself, we're, we're specific, specifically focusing on the month of Tevis. There's a difference between the month of Tevis and the other winter months. In the other winter months, there is still a little bit of leftovers from the heat of the summer months or from the following summer that's coming when you come to the end of the winter. On das meint, what that means is, as the zichuch from Kriris Agov, kumt oich mitzad the gile oich That even when a person is working with his body in the other winter months, it still has some influence of the revelation of the neshama that's contributing to his aveda, to his connection to Hashem. But here comes right the center, the middle, the winter itself, the, the height of the winter, which is in Tevis. Vazdan is tachlis akar That's the coldest month of the year. What this refers to is, is the condition of the person from Helen Guf. When there is the Helen the Guf conceals on the light of the Neshama to such an extent, there is no remnants of revelation of the Neshama that's influencing or inspiring the Yid. And so now the Aveda consists of dealing with this body and revealing. The, 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 the truth of what the body is. Not by revealing the light of the neshama, nor It comes from the body to reveal a, the, the godliness that there is within the body itself that it becomes a servant of Hashem. So exactly how a person could reveals the power of what the body itself has to serve Hashem without accessing the revelation or the inspiration of the neshama, the Rebbe will explain in Sif hey. But before this, the Rebbe brings a story of the Baal Shem Tev and explains beautifully what this story t- teaches us. He shared the following story of the Baal Shem Tev. The Baal Shem Tev loved light. It should be a, a lit area. Eimal, a well-lit area. Eimal in a winter night. So once it was a winter night. And the students of the Baal Shem Tev in the shul did not have enough light to, to illuminate the shul. So the Baal Shem Tev told them, as they should take from the roof the eyes lichtalach on the And you have the icicles that are there by the roof. Take off these icicles, and they will be candles, and light them, and they'll burn. The Talmidim listened to the Baal Shem Tev and they did so. And miraculously, these icicles burnt. 
and they were they were like candles, icicle candles. Hot of them gesagt. The Tzamach Tzedek said about the story. It's not just about the miracle here, but there's a great message here. By the, the by the followers and by the students of the Balshemtiv, even ice icicles became candles that burnt and were shining. This is the story. So this is the message that's connected to the point here of this sicha about the month of Tevis. The Baal Shem Tev demonstrated with the eyes licht lechalein that these icicles as candles themselves for zeiz and this What are icicles? They are the complete opposite of light and warmth. It's frozen. It's absolute coldness. The, the, the icicles themselves could become a source of light and heat. This haze, and how does this happen? As a brennen is nit given by when they burned, it wasn't in such a way as is an egvaren ois metzies von eis, that somehow these icicles, or by a miracle, these icicles turned into candles. That's not what happened. No, their eyes gufe, fableimdig bimitsiyusevitsiyuroi, these actual icicles, remaining icicles, is gvaren adova mea. They lit it. And it, and it burnt a fire from the icicles themselves. This is the point over here that we're saying about the month of Tevis as well. The point here is to transform the actual coldness and darkness itself into holiness. And the point here is not only as It's not by introducing a light from the Neshama from another place and therefore then sort of nullifying the nature of the Gulf and introducing the Neshama and the Neshama is really what's shining. No, but it's more than that. The physical body itself to discover in it what this physical body itself is that it should begin shining and creating warmth. So now, as I said, the Rebbe comes back to explain, so what does this mean? How is this possible? If we're not revealing the light of the Neshama, because it's the month of Tevis, where the light of the Neshama is completely concealed, so what is the light that you reveal within the Guf itself? How is it possible to transform the physical body, that it should leave its coarseness, and it should become a holy body, and it should be revealed that it's a holy body? And the point there is not to reveal the light of the neshama to overpower the body. The actual physicality, the, the grabkeit of the guf itself should start, start shining. What is this? Is the beard in them? So the explanation here is as follows. The truth is that not only does the body also have holiness, but on the contrary, it's specifically the physical body that has a direct connection to the essence of the Ebishter himself even more than the connection that the Neshama has to godliness. The Neshama is b'mohusa shaykh b'iker tzubichinas ervegili. The Neshama, which is a spiritual entity, which has the revelation of godliness, so its connection to the Ebishter is defined by the fact that it's a revelation, it's, it's, a, it's an entity which has a nature of revealing godliness, it is an entity of godliness. That's what its godliness and its godly connection, connection consists of. So therefore, how do you describe the connection that the Neshama has to its source? Its connection consists of the fact that it's, it's spiritual and it's godly. And, that, that, and that's what its connection consists of. And therefore, there's a certain limitation in its connection that it's 
a, an expression and a revelation of godliness that is its connection. But when it comes to the physical body of a Yid, over here there is no spirituality, there is no revelation, there is no godliness, there's no mila, there's no advantage you see in the body. So what is it? What is the connection of the body to Hashem? The Yiddish guf of a Yid to the Ebishter, from a Yidin, is Dob Chiris Ha'atzmos. Here, this is the Ebishter chose a Yid to be his. Who does the Ebishter choose? The physical body? The far is therefore bund von Gashmi is a gof. So therefore, the connection of the physical body to a yi, to the Eibushter that is mitalakus with godliness It's much deeper than the connection that there is with the light of the neshama. Valdafke and Geshem Aguf, it's in the physical body, is Da Kaviyachl that Koyach Atzmos was his Hechafun Neshama. There is the choice that the Abishta himself chose the physical body. As it's explained in many places, the idea of choice is not when there's something that has a certain advantage that doesn't have to be chosen. It's just the advantage itself, it's sort of already chosen. The idea of choice is that you have the physical body of a Yid that seems to be the same as the physical body of a guy, and Hashem chooses the Yid because He chooses, because Hashem Himself is completely undefined. There's no light, darkness, there's no, nothing that defines Him, and therefore He chooses without any rules, and He chooses the Yid. And that's only expressed in the physical entity of the Yid, which is not the case, which is, as Rebbe says, which is much higher than the Nishama. The Nishama is not the Eibishter Himself choosing, it's a certain expression of the Eibishter in the godliness of the, of the entity of the Nishama, which is a very deep connection, but still defined by what this godly expression is. However, the Rebbe says, this power of the choice of the Eibishter Himself in the physical body, when is this revealed? It's revealed specifically in a time when there is a great concealment. When the light of the neshama is not shining, so this itself, that this is a time and a place and a situation where there is no revelation at all. So this reveals the essence of the Eibishter, which is not defined by revelation. It's not defined by a situation which is godly, so to speak, and here the Ebishter himself is present. The Ebishter himself, which is not defined by anything, is present and chooses the physical body. And thus is the Pirish Apnimi, so now we come back to the Gemara and we understand much deeper the meaning of what it says in Guf Nene Menaguf. When the Gemara says that the month of Tevis, the coldest month of the year, is the time when the physical body has pleasure from a body. What does this refer to? Guf when we say here regarding the Eibishter and referring to the Eibishter with the expression of Guf, so Guf is Teichnoi Keteichen Loshen Atzmos. The word Guf means the same meaning that Chsidis always says, the term that it uses when it speaks about the Eibishter himself. No expressions, no revelations, but the Eibishter himself. So we talk about Atzmos, the essence of Hashem. The word Guf in the language of Gemara refers to the Eibishter himself. Vidulashen Gufe Alochis. The expression to use in the Gemara, Gufe Halachas, meaning the actual Halachas themselves. No other details, no other applications, but the actual Halachas themselves. Or the Lashon that says in Zoya, Gufe de Malka, the body of the king himself. In other words, the king himself, no aspects of him. The Chayetzebizah, and we find similar expressions. So what is this Chazal saying here? The Ano von Atzmus Halakos, the, so to speak, pleasure of the very essence of the Eibishter himself is is primarily need from them and them hell It's not by removing 
the concealment that the body creates in order to allow the godly revelation of the neshama in the world nor rather it's from the actual body itself as the guf atzmai the actual physical body coming all from him himself without an inspiration of the neshama becomes completely transformed into holiness and this is accomplished, as Rashi says, when the Lashon of Rashi in the time of Tevis, which is the cold. Meaning that the, the cold itself, the fact that there's a hell and a Hester and there's no revelation, that itself causes, in a month on hell and a Hester canal, in a time when there's concealment, that causes that the essence of the Eivishter, that's not defined by anything, not defined, not by revelation, not by anything else, should be expressed in this, in this kind of Aveda, in the Aveda of the physical body. So the Rebbe continues now and shows, according to this, the connection of the month of Tevis to the Yontav of Hanukkah. So with this we understand the connection of Tevis to the days of Hanukkah. What does it tell us about Hanukkah? The, the Pasuk that's quoted in the Maimonim, in Teirah, and other places, that Hanukkah is the time that Vehavaya will make darkness glow. What does this mean? So dem it's to illuminate the darkness, but even more, that the darkness that there is in the public domain on the outside, to illuminate this darkness, but even more so, what does mean? That the actual darkness itself begins to glow and shine. So it's not only about bringing light into a place of darkness, but by revealing how the darkness itself glows. On the Kayach of them is fun vihavaya betaisus vav. As it says in the Maimonim, that it's the vid, vav, the extra vav, a vihavaya means, was vaist of chinus alokos shalemailam ishtal shalos, drawing down a, a level of godliness that's higher than the system of the way things are in creation. Havaya de leila. The level of havaya de leila, the vihavaya, that can, goes beyond the definitions of light and darkness, that a place of darkness is void of godliness. It's not that way. The Abishter himself is everywhere. There's nothing left out of, of his presence. And therefore, Ve'avaya reveals the truth that the darkness itself is godliness. This is the same idea of what the theme of the month of Tevis is, that the body, in other words, the essence of the Eivish that derives pleasure of the Aved of Ayid with the physical body, as Misad Atzmos, Guf and Elokos, the essence of the Eivish, the essence of godliness, Vet Oich der Choshech HaGuf Atzmai Nepach Liktusha. So the darkness of the physical body itself is transformed into holiness. So we clearly see here the connection of the Aved of Chanukah and the theme of the Aved of the month of Tevis. Now the Rebbe connects this to the dates that there are in this month, Asara B'Tevis, and then the Rebbe will explain the connection to Chavdala Tevis. B'chlalos is thus the chiluk from the Aveda B'zman Abayis and Aveda B'zman Agolos. So generally, this is the difference between the Aveda in the time of the Besam Mikdash and in the time when Yidin are in exile. B'zman Abayis is given Gilea Lukusenvelt. In the time of the Besam Mikdash, it's a time of revelation of godliness in the world. There's Asara Nisim, the Ten Nisim, that Nasa Lavaseni B'Besam Mikdash, that occurred to our forefathers in the Beis HaMikdash, V'chulu, and other things of revelation that there are in that time period. Hashemkin is mana Golis. How do we describe Golis? We see no signs of godliness in the time of Golis. Alokos is behel and behester. Godliness is concealed and covered. Biz as a choshech yechasa'aretz. Darkness covers the whole world. Undan, so specifically in the time of Golos, is the Aveda from Ve'avai Yagiyah 
to draw down and reveal the godliness within the darkness itself, that the darkness begins to glow. We can also connect this uh, back to Hanukkah and to the natives of the Menorah and so on. As das is oich in dem Tam apni dem Tam pnimi. This is the deeper reason. Was natives Hanukkah einom betelon loylam. The Medrash says that the natives of Hanukkah will never be bottle. It's always all generations we light natives Hanukkah. Un noyheges af laachachobim begolus einom. And it's it's a mitzvah continues even in the time of Golos. Nitvi neres hamikdash was kashein besam mikdash kayim when the besam mikdash is not standing. Afa neres mikdash betelos. So the neres of the besam mikdash are bottle. We can't uh, light it. Chach as neres Hanukkah zenadoch hazeichet sumnes was gishen mit neres mikdash. Even though the neres Hanukkah are only here to commemorate the miracle that occurred with the neres of the besam mikdash, but nevertheless there's an advantage to the neres Hanukkah. And the reason is, the Neiris of the Beis HaMikdash represents a level of light which has some association with, it's related somewhat to the Seder Shalos. So the Rebbe is clarifying it, that it's not exactly the regular Eir of Seder Shalos in the world. Neiris Mikdash is definitely higher than the regular Eir, but nevertheless it's still associated with the regular Eir in the world. It's a Eir Bekeli. And Eir, where the idea is that there's going to be a place which will be a keli for this revelation of spirituality, of godliness. That's the light of Neres Mikdash. And therefore, it's in a special place and in a special time period, which is a keli for this revelation. And the Rebbe, therefore, when the world is in a condition of Golis, when there's a concealment, Dan is Neres Mikdash So this revelation which could only be in a place where there is revelation and there's a place that's a keli for this revelation. So otherwise, the, the, when you get to a place of darkness where revelation doesn't reach, so it's battle. Over there, there is no, the godliness of this level is not sensed there. Hanukkah brings down the essence of light that's higher than any level of Ashtalshalos. In this level of light, there's no changes, there's no difference in the time, in the place, in the condition. It's a keli, it's not a keli. It comes in every place. It shines, even in a condition, in a place, which is absolute concealment. And even more so, they could transform the darkness itself into light. So here, the Rebbe explains the connection to Asada Betavis. The myth is move on the Shaykhis from Tevis to the Mtsayma city. This is the connection of the theme of the Aved of the month of Tevis to the fast. In the Pasuk, it's referred to the fast of the 10th month, which is Asada Betavis. Varum, because thus is the Mtsayma of This fast represents the root and the beginning of the entire concept of Golis. Because this is when the siege was placed on the city, and this began then the Chorbim of the first and then second base of Migdash represents the Yin of Golos Bachlal. And the, the Golos is similar to the month, which is a time of concealment, the coldness of the month of Tevis. That is, as it is literally what happened. As the Mozart of Yerushalayim, the siege that was placed on the city of Yerushalayim, which began at the 10th of Tevis, this is the beginning and what caused all of the following things that happened that brought to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. On the Indian Atzayim is, what's the idea of fasting on this day? The Avedis HaTshuva. It's in order to do Tshuva. On this destruction and exile, biz as das is mahapech, the ultimate purpose is 
of Golos and of the, specifically of this fast is to transform the actual fast day itself to be a day of joy and gladness and a yomtev. So here this day of represents the darkness but then really to reveal the truth and the Eibishter and the joy that there is in this darkness Gufa. This also is the connection here to the Alter Rebbe Chov Dalatevis, as the Rebbe explains here. This idea of coldness that uh, there is in the world in general is also in the Kaychas Nefesh in a person's faculties, in the different Kaychas of a person. And thus is the Seichel Anushi. What's the coldest thing in a person? Human intellect. There's nothing as cold as someone that's just using his seichel, just thinking through things intellectually. The human intellect, which could be very indifferent to a subject that he's analyzing and then thinking about, but it, it, not necessarily does it move him or touch him, have any meaning to him. It's just the idea, the concept. at seichel. What was the big accomplishment of the revelation of the Alter Rebbe when he brought Chassidus? Miyaset Chassidus Chabad, the Alter Rebbe founded Chassidus Chabad, which means the intellect, bringing Chassidus into the intellect. As was is sorry, so it consists of this was at a rock getrogen in Yoni Emune in Seichel Aleki in Levushia on Seichel Aleki in Levushia Saga. The Alter Rebbe brought down. The things that we know and we, we believe with real faith in that Ebishter that comes from the Neshama, but he brought this all down. And also, he brought down godly seichel, not the human, regular seichel of a person, but what the Neshama understands. And he brought all that down that a person should be able to understand and comprehend this with his regular human seichel. That the human intellect, person which should be able to understand with his mind, Godly matters, and even that in his mind, matters of a munna, of faith, should be should resonate in his mind. On and to use the, 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 expre- the expression that it says there in Ayayim Yayim, when the seichel ativi fashteit kiss, when you have human intellect that understands a godly idea, is does the emesa tchias amesim. That's the true idea of tchias amesim, reviving something which is dead, which is cold and indifferent, bringing godliness into this place. That's the, the real accomplishment of the Alter Rebbe that he brought the Amunna and the intensity of godliness into Seichel, into the human intellect. So this explains the connection of the Yartzeit of the Alter Rebbe. The Yartzeit of a Rebbe is a time when all of his work in this world and all of his Teireh in this world that he worked all his lifetime. It's in its utmost level of perfection in that time. This is connected to the theme of what the month of Tevis represents. Through the Alter Rebbe's Aveda and Teireh in this world, what was accomplished? So to use again the Lashon of Rashi regarding the month of Tevis, as that it's because of the cold of this month. It's the actual human intellect itself, which doesn't get moved and doesn't get excited, but it's that intellect of the mind itself. He itself should come and recognize and understand the greatness of the Eibishter, and he should bring the great Hano, the great pleasure to the Eibishter himself, to reveal the true pleasure and the true warmth of holiness in the world.